0: This podcast was first broadcast on FreshFM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on FreshFM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app.
1: Kia ora, thanks for tuning in to the most down-to-earth kids radio show in New Zealand, The Kids Mix, with me, Kath B. We'll have songs, stories, fun facts, giveaways, and what's that noise? Plus, Susie Cato joins us with Susie and Friends. The Kids Mix, with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up, wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. You've had some rest, now it's time to wake up, you feel refreshed, now it's time to wake up, wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up, wake up. Wake up, it's time to wake up You've had some rest, now it's time to wake up You feel refreshed, now it's time to wake up Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up
2: With tuppence for paper and strings You can have your own set of wings With your feet on the ground You're a bird in flight With your feet fist holding tight to the string of your kite. Oh,
3: let's go fly a kite up
2: to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring
3: up through the atmosphere, up where the air is clear oh let's go
2: fly a kite when you send it flying up there all at once you're lighter than air you can dance on the breeze over houses and trees with your fist old and tight to the string of your kite
1: It's Kath B on Fresh FM. Did you know that we're all unique? And unique means we're all different, with all different skills and different personalities, and we look different. I love this next song by Lenka. It's called Unique. Unique.
4: Swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. One jump ahead of the law, man. That's all, and that's no joke. These guys don't appreciate I'm broke. Riff, raff. Straight back. Scout
5: Take back.
4: Just a little snack, guys. Rip
6: it open. Take it back, guys.
4: I can take a hint. Gotta face the facts. You're my only friend, Abu.
0: My parents, except he
4: hasn't got them. Gotta eat to live, gotta still to eat, tell you all about it when I got the time. One jump ahead of the slow pokes, one skip ahead of my doom. Next time gonna use a nom to plume. One jump ahead of the hit man. one hit ahead of the flock. I think I'll take a stroll around the block. Stop me! Let's not be too hasty
5: Still I think
4: he's grandpa tasty Gotta eat to live, gotta steal to eat Otherwise we'd get along Head of the hook, one hop, head of the hump, one trick, head of disaster. They're quick, but I'm much faster. Here goes, better throw my hand in, wish me happy landing. All I gotta do is jump!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our story for today is called Hemi's Kite.
0: Hemi's Kite. Hemi's mum made him a kite. She made it out of paper and toy toys and red feathers and shells that rattled in the wind. Wherever Hemi went, he took his kite. One day, mum forgot to get the bread. Oh dear, she said, now we won't have enough for tea. And I'm too busy with Bubba to go. Hammy felt hungry. I'll get the bed for mum, he thought, and he slipped out the door. He took a short cut through the park. "Pure Hemi, Hammy, said the man at the dairy. Mum wants her bread, said Hammy. All right Hammy. Here you are. Amy ran back through the park. There was a strong wind blowing. The kite tugged and bounced and rattled in his hand. Suddenly, it flew away. Amy ran after it. He ran in and out and between the trees. Then he saw his kite caught in the bushes. Hooray, yelled Hemi, and he pulled it down. I'd better get home, said Hemi. He looked for the way back, but he was lost. Now what shall I do, he said to himself. First he ate some bread. I'll wait here. And Mum and Bubba will come and look for me, thought Hemi. And he ate some more bread. But maybe they won't find me, thought Hemi. And he ate some more bread. Maybe if I fly my kite, Mum and Bubba will see it, said Hemi. So he tied his kite string to a bush. The wind tugged the kite up into the sky and rattled its tail. Now I'll wait, said Hammy. And he ate some more bread. Hammy's mother was getting worried. Where is that boy, she said to Bubba. Come on, Bubba. We'll have to go and look for him. So she put Bubba in her backpack and went into the park. She looked everywhere, but she couldn't see Hammy. Then she heard a funny rattling noise. That's the shells on Hammy's kite, she said. She looked up at the trees. Sure enough, there was Hammy's kite, and its tail was rattling in the wind. Hammy's mother went in and out and between the trees, listening as she went for the rattly shells on Hamie's case. At last she saw him. There you are, said Mum. Where have you been? I've been to the dairy to get you and Baba some bread, said Hamie. It was wrong to go without asking me. Did you get lost, said Mum? Just a little bit, said Hammy. And how much bread left us, Mum? Just a little bit, grinned Hammy.
4: e kiteran iru na hakenai dura huru huru huruura dinanatiemi e kurihipure
3: re kota kota kata kata kwa kota kota kata kata kwa E kitera manu haute e, ki te
4: rangirunga hake nei. Ura huru, uru, ura hura. Ti nanati e
3: uhihipurere Kota kota katakata hoa. Kota kota katakata hoa.
1: Good morning and welcome to the Kids Mix with Kath B on Fresh FM. Here's a song called Belle from Beauty and the Beast.
7: Little town, it's a quiet village. Every day, like the one before Little town, full of little people
8: Waking up to say
5: Bonjour! 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 Bonjour!
8: There goes the baker with his tray like always The same old bread and rolls to sell Every morning just the same, since the morning that we came, to this poor provincial town. Good morning, pal. Good morning, monsieur. Where are you off to? The bookshop. I just finished the most wonderful story, about a beanstalk and an ogre oh, and That's a- nice.
6: Marie! The baguettes! Hurry up!
5: Look, there she goes, the girl is strange, no question. Date and distracted, can't you tell?
9: Any crowd.
5: Cause her head's on some cloud. No denying she's a funny girl that day. Bonjour. Good day.
9: How is your family? Bonjour. Good day. How is your wife?
5: I need success.
9: That's too expensive. There
8: must be more than this provincial life.
1: Ah,
3: Belle. Good
1: morning. I've come to return the book I borrowed.
3: Finished already?
1: Oh, I couldn't put it down. Have you got anything new? (laughs) Not since yesterday. That's all right. I'll borrow (laughs) this one.
3: That one? But you've read it
1: twice.
8: (laughs)
7: Well, it's my favorite. Far-off places, daring sword fights, magic spells, (laughs) a prince in disguise. (laughs) If you
0: like it all that much, it's yours.
7: But, sir... I
5: insist.
7: Well, thank you. Thank you very much.
5: Look, there she goes, that girl is so peculiar I wonder if she's feeling well With a dreamy, far-off look And her nose stuck in a book What a puzzle to the rest of us
9: Behind the fair facade I'm afraid she's rather odd
3: Very different from the rest of
9: us She's nothing like the rest of us Yes, different from the
5: rest of us is Belle Wow, you didn't miss a shot,
4: Gaston You're the greatest hunter in the whole world I know (laughs) No beast alive stands a chance
5: against you (laughs) And no girl for that matter It's true, Lefou and I've got my sight set on that one.
9: Not the inventor's daughter? She's the one. The lucky girl I'm going to marry. But she's... The most beautiful girl in town. I know, but... That makes her the best. And don't I deserve the best? Well, of
5: course. I mean, you do, but...
9: Right from the moment when I met her, saw her, I said she's gorgeous,
5: and I
4: fell. Here in town, there's only she. Who is beautiful
6: as me? So I'm making plans to woo and marry Belle. Look, there he goes, isn't he dreaming?
5: Monsieur Gaston, oh, he's so cute. He's still my heart, I'm hardly breathing. He's such a tall, but strong and yet the fruit. Monsieur Arnaud, may we call oh, this baby of cheese? Excuse me, please let me through. There must be more than this provincial life. Just watch, I'm going to make now
1: You're listening to Fresh FM's Kids Mix with me, Kath B. What if your teddy bear could talk? In this next song, Justine Clark talks about her teddy bear talking.
7: If my teddy bear could talk I wonder what my teddy bear would say To me And if my teddy bear could walk I wonder where my teddy bear would go Get along, the two of us, my teddy bear and me If my teddy bear could count I wonder if he'd count along with me When I count up to ten If my teddy bear could run I wonder if he'd run home from my friend Again. And if he was an acrobat, would he do a backflip of the bed when I stand him on his head? Well, that's the way we get along, the two of us, my teddy bear.
1: Kindness is free. Well, in this song by Music with Michael, featuring Mo and friends, she tells you it is.
5: K
7: I N D, kindness is free. I'm gonna give it out to everybody. I'm gonna give it out to everybody You are my sister You are my brother We're all connected Let's love each other and chaos
6: Because we're all on a planet that's spinning in space If you want to be a winner in the human race Everybody come together, get into a huddle Throw out your arms and have a worldwide cuddle And not just humans, but monsters too And geckos And franthales And fairies And you We're peas in a pod Birds of a feather Cut
1: from the same cloth And, and we're, we're all on this together. together I
6: have a mouth And I have a beak But, but we, we both listen, think twice before we, we start, start to speak
8: Because words can cut just like a knife But if you speak with kindness, you can change a life
6: no reason to keep it More valuable than gold But it's cheaper than cheap bits Even stronger than a cavalry tree Most talk about kindness And kindness is free
5: K-I-N-D Kindness is free
1: Thanks for joining me on Fresh FM, the Kids Mix with Kath B. Have you ever grown anything? Here's a story about somebody who grew a beanstalk. His name was Jack.
9: Once upon a time, there was a boy called Jack. He lived with his mother. They were very poor. All they had was a cow. One morning... Jack's mother told Jack to take their cow to market and sell her. On the way, Jack met a man. He gave Jack some magic beans for the cow. Jack took the beans and went back home. When Jack's mother saw the beans, she was very angry. She threw the beans out of the window. The next morning, Jack looked out of the window. There was a giant beanstalk. He went outside and started to climb the beanstalk. He climbed up to the sky through the clouds. Jack saw a beautiful castle. He went inside. Jack heard a voice. fee fi fo fum." Jack ran into a cupboard. An enormous giant came into the room And sat down. On the table there was a hen and a golden harp. Lay! said the giant. The hen laid an egg. It was made of gold. Sing! said the giant. The harp began to sing. Soon the giant was asleep. Jack jumped out of the cupboard. He took the hen and the harp. Suddenly, the harp sang. Help, master! The giant woke up and shouted, Fee, fi, fo, fum. Jack ran and started climbing down the beanstalk. The giant came down after him. Jack shouted, Mother, help! Jack's mother took an axe and chopped down the beanstalk. The giant fell and crashed to the ground. Nobody ever saw him again. With the golden eggs and the magic harp, Jack and his mother lived happily ever after. You know who the best person to be is?
1: It's you. And here's Sesame Street's song, Everybody Be Yourself.
9: The fabulous Kev Moe and his friends from Sesame Street.
6: On Sesame streets, there's lots of folks to meet, and every one of them can be your friend.
5: Yeah.
6: yeah! there's no need to worry if you're feathered or you're furry, it doesn't matter in the end. Yeah. You got horns on your head, or if you're orange, or blue, or red, it's so, so very plain to see. Yeah! Your sister or your brother, no matter what the color, all one big family... Everybody's gotta look. Everybody's gotta style Everybody's gotta got got try. To make everybody feel worthwhile. Yeah. Everybody's got a voice. Of their very own. And when everybody sings, nobody's gotta sing alone. That's right. Now, as you walk around, you hear special sound folks saying what they have to say. My ah, ah, might feel ah, a thought, holler, scream a squawk. Ah, Everybody has a different way. Hey. Take my word, if you're a monster or a bird, you can't go wrong. Hey. Hey. Hear a remote, take a breath, clear your throat, and start! Everybody's gotta, Everybody's gotta Everybody's gotta sing. Everybody's gotta gonna honk, honk Rock Rock Rock, Rock Everybody's gotta be. everybody gotta, gotta be. Everybody's gotta sing. Sing Oh yeah! Everybody's gotta be with everybody soul. That's
5: oh, 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 oh. Everybody
6: gotta Yay! be yourself everywhere you go.
1: Everybody Wants to Be a Cat is from the movie The Aristocats.
8: Well, little lady, let me elucidate
7: here. Everybody wants to be a cat because a cat's the only cat
6: who knows where it's at. Tell me, everybody's picking up on that feline beat because everything else is obsolete square with the horn makes you wish you weren't born. Every
7: time it
6: plays. But with the square in the act, you can set music back. Through the game caveman days, I've heard some corny birds who tried to sing. Still, the cat's the only cat who knows how to swing. Who wants to dick, long head dick, stuff like that? Everybody wants to be a cat A square with a horn Makes you wish you weren't born Every time he plays Oh, a rinky-tinky-tinky With a square in the act You can set music back To the caveman days Oh, a rinky-tinky-tinky yes, everybody, everybody wants to be a, be a cat. cat Because the a cat's the only cat, cat. Who knows where it's at when playing catch, you always has a welcome act. Cause everybody digs a swinging cat
1: to The Kids Mix on Fresh FM with Kath B. Here's a story called Jolly Tall, and it's in the series of Old Bear and Friends.
3: Please read us a story,
5: Old Bear, we'll all gather round. Dear
3: Old Bear, sit in your favourite chair. We'll sit all around, all around, dear Old Bear.
2: Bramwell Brown had been busy knitting all week. He'd started on Monday, knitted all Tuesday, and by Wednesday, the scarf he was making was just about long enough for Little Bear. But Bramwell didn't stop. By Thursday, the scarf fitted Rabbit and Little Bear together. But still, Bramwell kept knitting. On Friday, the scarf fitted Rabbit, Little Bear and Duck. But Bramwell didn't stop knitting until Saturday, and by then the scarf was too long for anyone in the playroom. I suppose we could cut it up, said Little Bear, then everyone would have a scarf. It would all come unknitted then, said Old Bear. Little Bear tried on the scarf once more, but he tripped over the end and landed upside down in Bramwell's lap. Why did you make it so long, he asked. Because people kept interrupting me, said Bramwell, and I forgot to measure it. Never mind, said Old Bear. I'm sure it will come in useful sometime. As a skipping rope, perhaps, grumbled Duck. Um, May we interrupt you just one more time, asked Rabbit. Uh, We want you to come and look at a box. We don't know what's inside, but it might be something exciting. Like treasure, said Little Bear. Probably empty, muttered Duck. Rabbit led the toys to a tall box tied up with string. Bramwell walked all round it. It hasn't got a label, he said. I'll make a hole in it and look inside. With his knitting needle, Bramwell poked a tiny hole in the box. The box said, ouch. Can boxes talk, whispered Rabbit. Well, this one just did, said Little Bear. It wasn't the box, said Old Bear. It was the something inside. What a pity, said Little Bear. It can't be treasure, then. Well, it might be something guarding the treasure, said Rabbit hopefully. Go on, Bramwell, open it, please. I think I ought to talk to it first and see if it's friendly. He crept over to the little hole. Hello, he called softly. Are you friend or foe? Hello, came the muffled reply. I think I must be a friend because I haven't heard of a foe, unless a foe is better than a friend, in which case I'm one of those. Doesn't sound very sure, said Duck. I think we ought to be prepared anyway, said Rabbit. I'll find a net to catch it in, in case it suddenly jumps out. I'll fetch a rope to tie it up, said Duck. It might escape from your net. And I'll find a bag to put the treasure in, said Little Bear. Just in case there is some. Very carefully, Bramwell and Old Bear untied the string and lifted the lid. They all held their breath. Two little fairy horns appeared first. Then two large furry ears, and then a great big, friendly furry face. Oh, that's better, said the something, smiling down at the toys. Hello, everyone. What have you got there? Rabbit and Duck quickly dropped the net and the rope, but Little Bear clung hopefully to his bag. Excuse me, he said. Are you standing on some treasure? The big furry head disappeared into the box and then popped out again. ''Sorry,'' it said. ''There's no treasure in here.'' ''What are you standing on, then?'' asked Rabbit. ''Just the bottom of the box,'' it replied. ''Gosh!'' gasped Little Bear. ''You must be jolly tall.'' ''That's right,'' said their new friend. ''I'm jolly tall. That's my name. But you can call me Jolly if you like.'' ''Do you like my new house?'' ''Well, actually,'' said Little Bear, ''we thought it was just a box.'' It would look better with doors and windows. Jolly agreed. So the toys set to work. Old Bear marked out the windows and doors. And Little Bear cut them out. Bramwell fetched some material for curtains. And Rabbit fixed them in place with glue and pins. All the toys helped and were very pleased when at last the box looked like a real house. Little Bear went in to tell Jolly that it was ready. You can come out now, he said. I'm afraid I can't, said Jolly. I'm too tall for the front door. Well, you could jump out, suggested Rabbit. Jolly jumped, but he couldn't get anywhere near high enough. Little Bear rushed out of the door very quickly. The jumping Jolly seemed more dangerous than a still one. Fetch the crane, said Old Bear. We'll lift you out. Will that mean going up? asked Jolly nervously. Of course, said Old Bear. Up and over the top of the box. Mm. I don't like heights, said Jolly. My head seems to think it's high enough as it is. I know what to do, said Little Bear. I'll put my paws over your eyes. Then you won't see how high you're going. After a bit of a struggle, the toys managed to lift the crane up onto the pile of books to make it taller than Jolly tall. Little Bear tied the chain to a handkerchief around Jolly's middle, climbed up Jolly's neck, and leaned over to cover his eyes with his paws. We're ready, he shouted, and Bramwell began to turn the handle of the crane. Very slowly, Jolly began to rise out of the box and soon the toys could see nearly all of his long neck. Feeling very excited, Bramwell wound the handle faster and faster, as more and more of Jolly appeared. We're up, cried Little Bear, taking one paw off Jolly's eye to wave to the others. Then it happened. Jolly saw how high up he was, and began to wave his legs about like a windmill. The box wobbled, Jolly wobbled, and both went crashing to the floor. Little Bear flew across the room and disappeared. But nobody noticed. They were too busy helping Jolly up and on to his feet again. Where's Little Bear? Jolly asked. They peered into the battered box. I'm here, cried a little voice from across the room. I flew. There was Little Bear clinging to the playroom curtain by the tips of his paws. Help, he shouted. I can't get down. Hang on, said Jolly. He galloped to the rescue. I think I can get you down. You can slide down my neck. Little Bear could hang on no longer. He let go of the curtain, shot all the way down Jolly's neck, and fell plop into the net that Bramwell held out for him. He enjoyed it so much that he wanted another go. But Old Bear said it was time for bed. Where's Jolly going to sleep? Asked Rabbit. I'll swap my bed for your house, Jolly, said Little Bear. You can have my house, said Jolly cheerfully. Giraffe sleep standing up. Just a blanket would do for me. Rabbit and Little Bear found a nice, cosy blanket for their new friend. But they couldn't get all of him under it. Your neck's going to get cold, sighed Little Bear. Bramwell looked at Jolly with his neck sticking out of the blanket. Just a moment, he cried, rushing off. A few minutes later, he returned with a carefully wrapped parcel. It's a present for you, Jolly, he said. A welcome present. Jolly unwrapped the parcel. Inside was the very, very long red scarf. It's lovely, he said. It's the best welcome present ever. But how did you know I'd need it? We knew someone would, said Bramble. And he wound the extra long scarf round and round and round Jolly's long neck. We thought you were a box of treasure this morning, said Rabbit. Or just an empty box, said Duck. But we're very glad you weren't, said Little Bear. A new friend is much more fun. Than a whole box full of treasure
1: Thanks for joining me, Kath B on Fresh FM's Kids Mix. We all know a song called You Are My Sunshine. Here's a Morris one.
8: You are my sunshine. My only sunshine You make me happy When skies are grey You never know, dear How much I love you Please don't take My sunshine away When I watch you sleeping My heart is weak Love is so full Cause you are my sons I'll never leave you I'll always kiss you Please don't take my sunshine away Barry is clever, Tommy is funny Barry can clap his hands Sons away Your mummies love you Cause you are so cool You bring the sunlight in our room We love your big smiles And belly laughter Please don't take sunshine my only sunshine you make me happy when skies are grey you never know dear how much I love you please don't take my sunshine away please don't take my sunshine Take
1: my sunshine away How's your morning going? Are you ready for more songs and stories? Thanks for joining me, Kath B, on Fresh FM's Kids Mix. In the Lion King movie, they talk about the circle of life. Here's a song about it. <coughs>
3: On the planet, and looking step into the sun. There's more to see than can ever be seen, more to do than can ever be done. There's far too much to take in, more to find than can ever be. Sun rolling high With the sapphire sky keeps great and small on the endless round it's the sun.
1: Hi, this is Kath B on the Kids Mix, and now it's time for a story. Katie Camel and the Desert Party by Jane Hissey. And now it's time for a story with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM's Kids Mix. This is a story from The Old Bear Tales, written by Jane Hissey. And it's called Katie Camel and the Desert Party. Katie Camel was miserable. Everyone had tried to cheer her up, but she still seemed miserable. Little Bear had spent nearly a whole morning standing on his head to try and make her laugh. Bramwell Brown had gone through his entire collection of jokes, and Old Bear had made her breakfast in bed. Why are you so miserable? asked Little Bear at last when he had stopped standing on his head. I feel lonely, said Katie, as she nibbled sadly at a piece of Old Bear's toast. I had a lovely dream last night. I dreamt that I was in the desert all night. The sky was full of stars, and I was playing in the sand with lots of other camels. And then I woke up, she said. And I found I wasn't in the desert. I was here. And it's very disappointing when one minute you're in the desert and the next you're not. And one minute there are lots of camels and the next there aren't. Yes, said Little Bear, I expect it is. "'Never mind, you've got us.' "'Hmm,' said Katie doubtfully. "'But you're not much like camels, are you?' Hmm, I suppose not,' said Little Bear. "'Little Bear left Katie staring sadly at a picture of a palm tree she'd found in a book "'and went to tell the others why she was so miserable. "'Oh dear,' said Old Bear. "'But don't worry, Little Bear, I think I have an idea.' He gathered all the toys together and whispered his plan. Soon, the whole playroom was a hive of activity. One group of toys seemed to be painting something big, and another group had needles and thread and were sewing pieces of material. Bramwell Brown had gone out into the garden on some secret mission. Later on, when old Bear said everything was ready, they all went to collect Katie. Katie had been busy being so miserable that she hadn't noticed anything going on. "'Now, Katie, we have a surprise for you,' said Old Bear. "'But we don't want you to see it until we get you there. "'So I'm going to blindfold you.' "'Carefully, he pulled a woolly hat down over Katie's eyes "'so she couldn't see where she was going. "'Then he led her down the stairs and out into the garden. "'Once there, he said, "'All right, you can look now,' and he pulled off the woolly hat. "'They were standing on the edge of the sand pit. But oh, how different it looked! All around the edge were cardboard cut-out palm trees that the toys had carefully painted to look like real ones. The sand had been raked smooth to look like the desert and all the toys were dressed up as camels. Some had proper camel suits on that they'd made and others had put on coats and jumpers and had ping-pong balls inside their jumpers to look like humps. Some had one hump because they were dromedaries and some had two humps. And rather forgetful little Teddy had three humps because he'd lost count. It's a desert party, said Old Bear, and you are the very special guest, Katie. Katie stared in amazement at the sandpit desert and all the teddy bear camels. And then she began to laugh. And soon she was rolling about in the sand laughing. Oh, Old Bear, she said, when she could find the breath to speak. This really has cheered me up. How could I mind about a dream now? All my friends are real and they make wonderful camels. And that night, everyone was very late to bed. They were all out in the sandpit dancing and singing by the light of the moon and the stars. Katie Camel still sometimes dreams about playing with the camels in the desert, but now the dream doesn't make her miserable. It reminds her of the surprise desert party and all her very kind friends. And that's the end. Are you wide awake and ready to join in with me, Kathy, on Fresh FM's Kids Mix? This song's called Two Trucks by Bitty Bitty Beats. Two trucks travelling down that same old
7: track. One named Tom and one called Tim travelling back to back. Talking to each other, having a good old yakity yak. Two trucks travelling down that same old track
5: Toot-toot-toot
7: on their horn is how they say hello Wave to them as you pass by, then off, off, off you go Toot-toot-toot to say goodbye, it was so nice to see you Toot-toot-toot, off we go, see you soon a good
1: I'm so happy you could join me here on Fresh FM's Kids Mix. I love the next song. It's by Simon Stanley, and it's called Marley Sitting on a Pumpkin Seed. It's really lovely.
3: Oh, Marley, sitting on a pumpkin seed, listening to the sound of music blow around like the leaves. In the morning, high above the dew drop grass She sails away on a melody Tapping out the rhythm with little E hands She hears the sound of the guitar She hears the sound of the drum She hears the sound of the double bass Plink plank on the banjo All oh, the fiddle and the bow. A little strum on the mandolin. Oh, Marlene, sitting on a pumpkin seat, listening to the sound of music blow around like the leaves in the morning. High above the two-drop grass, she sings away on a melody, tapping out the rhythm with the little hands. Way She's up there sitting on a pumpkin seed, Laughing and singing along She hears the sound of the guitar She hears the sound of the drum She hears the sound of the double bass I'm plank plank on the banjo All oh, the fiddle and the bowl Clunk clunk on the gumbersand Gumbersand? Oh, Falling, sitting on a pumpkin seat, listening to the sound of music blow around like leaves. In the morning, high above the dewdrop grass, she seals away on a melody. Tapping out the rhythm, clapping out the rhythm, tapping out the rhythm with a little wee.